0: friends maestro here bringing you episode 486 of maestro on the mic this is the second part of a two-part interview that i did with my girl laura jean if you have not already listened to part one that's episode 485 start there the conversation will make a whole lot more sense. In part one, Laura Jean took us through being seen, heard, and known. And in this episode, part two, we go into communities of care. This episode, folks, is a banger. But first, let's give you a little teaser. DJ, what you got for me? The
1: first time I came across the concept of communities of care, which is a very specific call from under-resourced groups, was in early season of motherhood. And I was like, the fuckers, I'm caring for more people than I can." My first visceral reaction was, no fucking mm-hmm. way. I mm-hmm. have got no more to give. And so I've sat with that for a while. But also I've recognised that in a true community care or ecosystem of care, people are held when they are in that space and phase. And this (laughs) is the thing too, we can care for people without taking care of. And that was a nuance I had to kind of learn to be able to really feel comfortable with using this word care when I talk about ecosystems of care. I'm glad we got to this piece of nuance that it's not ecosystems where we take care of each other, it's where we have care.
0: And in our
1: systems, in our values, one of the biggest values of our culture is perfectionism. And so to reach self-actualization is to be, is I think culturally Mm -hmm. and um, interpreted as to be um, like this high sense of self, like higher being up above on the top of even the hierarchy, right? Like the hierarchy, let's not even start on that but I think it's actually just to know yourself. Like to me, my values-based definition of that is just to know yourself, to be grounded in yourself and to be that commitment to that becomes before other things. Um, and that you are up to bring that. So I'll I'll blame Maslow.
0: I like, and I want to continue with that. You said it comes before other things. What, if you were to draw it out, if you were to, create not it's not a hierarchy if you were to create a a a schematic of Mm. this what what would you put and where
1: yeah I I mean I did say before I suppose it's nested really like but at the center and at the outside I think is us ourselves like we're in the center of it but we're also everything's nested Mm -hmm. we're nested in but everything's nested in us like our business our relationships is nested in us and we're so nested in the middle. So it's, it's, all, of, it's all about us. I love it. I love um, I love it was it. really interesting. And I know you talked about Selfish recently. I re- I was listening to the um, Will Smith um, mm-hmm, story, the you know, and he talks about, yeah, and he talks about this um, therapy session where he and Jada to go together and they're asked to put what are your top five priorities yes. or whatever it is. Yes. And Jada's like, the mm-hmm. kids, Will, then me. And Will's just like, me. Mm. <laughs> and yep. I was just like the first, when that first hit me, mm-hmm. I was just like, what an asshole! Like, what <laughs> me. an arsehole, no wonder you're really, you know, like I've got all my judgment and hat tip for anyone out there that has a bit of judgment stuff. Cause we all do again, self-actualization yes. doesn't mean you get rid of your judgment. It means to me, it, it, it's an opportunity to know what did that tell me. And it told me a lot about myself and my own values. And I've been sitting with it and it's really, I mean, I listened to it a while ago, but it's been sitting there because whenever I come up against it and I think but actually, what if that is the absolute definition of self-care, of self-love that we parrot yes. is us first? So, you know, I'm looking on Will a bit, kinder Um as a, as a I suppose my parent brain, because as a mum, like, I'm like, and I don't know if it's mum specific, but I'll, I am a mum. So I'll say as a mum, like, I don't know if I could. You know, on a, on a, if I had to write it down, but With the kids. but um, but again, even that is sometimes like because I'm supposed to, like I'm, I'm I should be putting yeah. first. But actually, in my actions when I live into my values, a lot of it is putting me first. I mean, I can't leave and go and live in my cabin in the woods by myself. Like totally. I'd like to. But <laughs> I totally. can take those moments. And, you know, iced coffee time, yes. I mentioned that in my yes. one of my knowables, um, which you talk about in the ID intensive, plug, great program. Um, but having your nobles, you know, I didn't go set out to to be that. But it, this was part of being seen, heard and known, right? So it's like a, a at a micro level, it's this moment where I just take a moment in my day to ground and rest and take a breath. Um, and I just like how coffee. Ice coffee taste um and my little sensitive All year gastrointestinal system can't <laughs> have hot coffee um and but at a macro at, a, at a, the next level up at the maze level i think that's the next one it shows my kids that i have needs this is my time. They know what ice coffee time is. Um, I don't know if I told this story last time I was on. I don't know if we talked about ice coffee time, but anyway, there was this one moment where I realized, yes, my work here is done. Where I was out on the deck having my ice coffee time, my little hyper connector kiddo um, was like looking for some connection from me. I'm like, I'm just having my co- coffee time, and then we'll we'll do. Often if she's home, I'll do a little connection first because she's gonna need it. Anyway, she goes over to her sister and says, "Oh, do you want to play?" And she goes, "I'm having my ice coffee time."
0: <laughs> Your work here is done. My um, work here is
1: done. So like at that level. But then at the bigger level, it's like it's that. It's 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 writing my name on the list first. It's actually changing that cultural social norm of who says that mums have to put their kids first. And I'm not saying you don't have to, but I think that we have the opportunity to ground in our own values and say what does that actually yes. mean? And we don't have to write it down. We don't have to do the list. That might feel uncomfortable. But with our actions, we can – like Actually put ourselves first, not just the pretend,
0: fill up mm-hmm. your cup so
1: you can fill somebody else's, this. put on the one. Not that, you know, surface level stuff, but actually deep in yourself. How do you act? This. How do you show up? And how do you feel? And like, so, yeah, anyway, so I've been a bit kinder to Will Smith in my head and judgments mm-hmm. as I've kind of I grappled like through it and, and worked through it. Um, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not at Will level, but... And, you know, I think that what I would say is like he had that, but then he also had a lot of the cultural values of 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 him, of, of, of all of his identities and and his, you know, mm-hmm. but like there's other stuff that goes on. I don't think, it, it, you know, maybe, and we can look at his choices and go, well, well that's because you're a selfish dickhead because um, you put yourself first on the list. It doesn't have to be that.
0: If you folks have that list and kind kind of this rambled, kind of like, no, no. I have a bunch of things to say. I'm going to push this button so the thing doesn't go off again. If you folks haven't won, if you haven't read um, Will's book um, and you're interested, I-, I would recommend it and listen it. Listen to it. It's actually very cool mm. when you listen to it because it's him, um, but he brings in the music side of things, and it's it's actually just like it's like an, it's like an experience. Um, I love that it gives context to things as well because shortly after the book was released, that's when he smacked the – Chris Rock in the face. And there was just no, I'm not here to condone or whatever, or whatever, condemn anything. But just there's context given to someone's life by this book. Is it written by him? Yes. Yeah, so it's, you know, based through his lens, but there's context for things. Uh, and I, I, that part did stand out to me, but in the way that I was like, well, yeah, duh. Like, and that's also why you've had your success. Like, cause you're number, like you're first in the list. But I love this nested conversation because I, so much in how I think people view things, or are taught to view things, taught to view things is in this binary. Of if you're putting yourself first as a mom, that means that you hate your kids. Mm-hmm. There's no like you're putting yourself first, which means that maybe you went to therapy and now you can actually relate and you can hold space. Whatever you want to consider that space that that phrase to be, and you can, you know, show up in a way that is best for all and helpful for all parties. It's just like if you are putting yourself first, that means you hate your kids and you would like. Throw them in the river, and I'm like, wh- "Why did that? Why maybe is that?" The- maybe some <laughs> certain days, right? that, I don't understand why that's the the thing that's that's said there. I, you know, I love this this concept of of putting yourself first, mainly because I actually don't believe that. I rather let me flip it. <clears throat> I believe that all actions are self serving, and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. So even if we look at like me choosing to take care of Rupert, I do that because if I didn't, I would feel bad. It's not like I am this, like, I don't even know, like, I don't even know for certain if I believe that like altruism actually exists. It's like, we're doing it because if I didn't, I would feel so bad. So there's like a, a part of that. And I don't think it's a bad thing, right? I I like taking the time that like Laura Jean does and sitting and, and, and thinking about these things. So can we then, can you then blend the two for me, Laura Jean, and this idea of nesting or being nested, it being nested and communities of care. How does that overlap? Mm. Yeah, I think um, there's the
1: piece of, we often think of, what you were saying about the binaries and but we often think of things of in competition to ourselves so like well if I take care of me then I'm not taking care of like you know if I'm doing that and then we've got that next level of story of like oh but I take care of me to take care of the kids so you know there's the just like but coming to that point of holding the both end of I can do both. And sometimes I have to do one or the other. And sometimes I can't always do that. And sometimes I'm gonna do a really shit job at both and sometimes, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So it's that both end. And so that's why I like the 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 idea of nesting. Um and kind of like, you know, um those like 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 you know, if you think of like concentric circles, so like nesting mm-hmm. in kind of like yep. that sort of space. Um and so I think if we think about community if I think about how I think of like an ecosystem of care, um, is that me as a human, I'm nested inside other spaces. So like, you know, you're me in this conversation and then nested, we're nested in everyone who's listening to us, nested inside like the podcast world if we want to go down that nest or we're nested inside this different. So like it's different. It's and even that it's like it's not like a real actual visual because it's like millions of different spots that Mm -hmm. we are can be nested in or nested inside. And so with our ecosystems of care, it's like that opportunity, you know, if you think about the even if you want to think about like the little babushka dolls nested, like we're held. So that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like that's you exactly. can get, you, yeah. <laughs> See, it's because we're twins, right? <laughs> um, like you get the opportunity to be held, but also hold as well. So I like that part. Cause if you think oh, about like even like a bird nest, you know, a nest, it holds, it holds the, holds the little babas, little eggs and the, and the birdies and everything. So, they only build it for like when they're having their eggs. They don't live in necessarily live in their nests all the time. It's just for when they're um, having their little bubbles to, to hold them. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like that is probably something that comes up for me when I think about how it relates into ecosystems of care. Um, and also it's that cultivating it, right, because we do, I think we do all want to be seen, and known. Um, and we do all want, you know, people often talk about it's so hard to find friends as an adult or whatever, but, and if we go back to that selfish thing, we kind of feel like we can't ask for what we need or ask for what we want. And I feel like we can create ecosystems of care where we don't always have to ask. Actually, I was just talking to James Livia a few months ago and we were talking about, I was talking about my garden, of course, cause I was talking about my garden. Um, and just like the feeling and, and I, and then I followed up the next day and I, and I was sharing with them. I was like, yeah, it's because that my. My garden like holds me, like like I feel held. I have a sense of being held when I'm in it and my needs get met. I can ask my garden, which might sound weird to people because it's a garden, but it's a standard oh, idea. Yeah. I can ask my yeah. garden for needs to be met. And just being there, it meets my needs without me asking. And that is what I think an ecosystem oh, okay. of care is because I want spaces where I don't always have to ask for what I need, but also where I'm no- seen and heard enough that it's not like I'm expecting people to use mental telepathy because, that again, there's that binary. It's like, yes, well, I don't want to have to ask, so you better bloody know versus cultivating these spaces where the aim or the idea of it is to hold people and to care for them and to relate in a way so that when it doesn't happen in a way that you like, you can let people know. Or when it doesn't happen in a way that you like, you have the grace that you're held in this space that you can be like, well, I know this was where they were coming from because I know I see them and I hear them. Um, yeah, that's
0: what's coming up for me as you ask that question. A profound, folks. I'm sitting here, and I'm I'm going back. I keep going back to the nesting dolls because it's just the easiest. But one of the things you said about the opportunity to be held, but also holding, and in my mind, I, I, in my mind, I take it a step farther, and I'm like, because there's like a size thing, because of physics. So if we mm. have like a tangible concrete thing, then like the thing has to be smaller to fit inside. But when we extrapolate this to humans and relationships, it doesn't need to be that, that it can be just, you know, the same, the same things mm. as holding and being held. And so I'm like that, that introducing that to it. I'm like, that's so cool. And yes. Yes. It's the, the first I reason
1: this. I didn't go to Babushka dolls because there is the, yeah, there's the like this bigger, and then and the bigger things. one never gets held by anything else. Right. No. But really no. it it gets kept- dropped. Everyone needs to be helped. Yeah, it gets a crack in it. And exactly. Everyone takes care of that little bloody baby one. Everyone. But a it is so the whole
0: entire stack.
1: All yep. of them. And and you know, even people, it's like don't lose the baby one. The baby yeah. one's the most important. <laughs> Which you know, culturally we do have that. But yeah, like it's so um I'll work on thinking about a something where we're held and hold. It's probably a water thing. I have to play around with it.
0: You let me know, you're, I'll noodle on it. You let me know. I feel like it's got to be a garden thing. Well, well, like, oh, ne- if we thing. use the
1: bird's nest, the nest holds the eggs, but the nest is held by the tree exactly. or whatever yeah. it's in. Wow. So we could I use that those. one. We'll use that I for now. This. Let me know if I find I a better this. one or I more fitting, words. I should say. No hierarchy.
0: <laughs> so So intentional with the words and it makes me so happy. If we zoom out again, we zoom out, but also zooming in, because I want to stay with this uh, ecosystems of care and I think we already answered it, but I, I, repetition is very important for me. If we're looking at cultivating this and then the next thing I'm going to put it out here. So that in case I wrote it down, but just in case, we're also going to talk about cultivating versus creating because that was a really cool part of the discussion last time. But if we're thinking about these ecosystems of care, what would you say is the initial action item for cultivating that
1: Ooh. knowing yourself again <laughs> No, but you don't need to know yourself to start it but to I suppose it's asking it's, it's it's knowing your needs as well like there's a lot of work that I around that but yeah I don't know I don't know what the f- I don't know that there's a first I think it's all like it's it's tenderly maybe like the microzial layer which extends and weaves around there's the base and roots of trees. Um, it doesn't that. grow, it doesn't like push through, it just kind of like infiltrates with <laughs> not nefariously. Well, exactly, maybe, maybe way, sometimes because yeah. it, it is like does feed off things, but it also helps us very mutualism. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a first. I think start like you know, we could we could get yeah, to probably start where you're at, like what's available capacity resource wise maybe it's just with you being i like that caring for you maybe Bad. it's asking you know i think of like my early mum phases and stages and what i needed to cultivate then was really different so i think it really is depends on the season of life but it also depends personally on where you're at resource capacity like you know i talked about the produce share that i set up which is one of my very intentional activities i did and not everyone's got the capacity or the desire not everyone wants to share produce but you know you find your own thing knitting crochet whatever um but like where can you start or where what's and you can start with your values as far as like you know mapping them out thinking like where am I acting into my values and where do I want to act or live more into them and maybe start there like if it's connection if it's um You know, maybe it's around work, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's around personal. So I I don't know. I don't know if there's a first step. Yeah, I'm interested. You got me. I'm looking. You stumped me. Not stumped. I'm just like,
0: yeah. There's a spider Mm. and a bee, and I'm like, I'm invested in this. I'm trying not to, but I'm like, that's a big. That's a battle that's happening there. Nature playing out. That is exactly. We are nature. I'm letting it letting it rock here. Like I'm not going to intervene here. Um, but if we circle back to this, I feel like an argument can be made in my head. I'm making an argument to myself about it, if there, if if I had to pick a starting point. Yes, you can you can only start with where you're at. But if I had to pick a starting point, and if I'm thinking of like what allows the other things to, because it is you know cyclical, cycle and and and, mm. and such. But I really think that what you said earlier about seeing, knowing, hearing yourself it's so profound. And because you can't, in my opinion, it would be very difficult to ask for something unless that thing that you're asking for initially is like, I need the space. I need help with cultivating the capacity, the space so that I can take a beat to see and hear and know myself and then go from there. But I feel like that at like a foundational level, because also thinking about the nesting, like, you, I love that idea of you in the middle and you on the outside there. And I'm like, if we don't, if we haven't started leaning into that and giving our space, giving ourselves space to feel like we belong within it ourselves, I mm. feel like it becomes very difficult to to do anything else from there. Not that it's wrong or you can't, but if someone was like, where would I start? I'd be like, with yourself. Yeah. I think that needs to like, accept and wherever you
1: are along that, like, even if it's just firstly accepting you have needs, that's okay. That's <laughs> but huge, then, that's and huge then, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. And then, then just, that would be where I would start. Like, what are your needs or where are you not being seen? Like, if we come back to that piece, like, what parts of you aren't being seen, heard or known? What are the conversations that you feel like you're not having? Or what are the bits of you where there's no other human, no space where that is? And I really, um, the first time I came across kind of the start of this idea of concept around was like the concept of communities of care, which is a very specific um, call from marginalised groups um, around or under-resourced, let's say, around resourcing uh-huh. and things. The first time I heard it was in early season of motherhood. And I was like, the fuckers i'm like looking after my i i'm caring for more people than i can like i was just like my first visceral reaction was no fucking Mm -hmm. way i have got no more to give and so i've sat with that for a while but also i've recognized that in a true community care or ecosystem of care People are held when they are in that space and phase. And when you're in different seasons, you have more to give maybe or, and it's not even about giving. And this Mm -hmm, is the thing mm -hmm. too, I want to take away from that idea of care because often we think care, um, care for, we can have, we can care for people without taking care of. And that was a nuance I had to kind of learn to be able to really be feel comfortable with using this word care in when I talk about ecosystems of care. So care for rather than take care of so I, I should yeah that's good. insert that Confound. piece in there because my first piece was like I can't take care of it no, <laughs> I can't even no, take care of myself no. I haven't showered in five days yeah. like what <laughs> what um yeah so yes we can care and and care can be more than just our again that cultural idea of taking care of it, it can be take care as in slow down like that's one of the you know mm-hmm, iterations mm-hmm. of care that yeah. I really like yes. like if we if we get word yes. murdery and start looking at the word, like what does it mean? How do we use it? Care and like you know, um, it can just be like respecting things. You know, here's my um, book. Take care of it, for, like. And what I mean by that, I don't. You don't have to tuck it into bed, read a bedtime stories, give it a butt. Like, I just mean like, could you give it back to me so that mm-hmm. I can see no condition? So that's more about respecting and respecting the book, the the thing, but also respecting me and our relationship and relate. So like, yeah, I suppose when I talk about that probably oh, wow. glad we got to this piece of nuance that it's not ecosystems where we take care of each other it's where we have care and we we'll right, slow it's down and good
0: it's fucking good i want to keep going on the with the word nerdery the nerd wordery <laughs> word the, the, the that cultivate versus create mm. what do you got for me right. <laughs> our culture i'll come
1: back to it or the systems where I eyebrows of. for me yeah, well, the, if you're on YouTube, you get the whole effect. I did say to Shanta, I actually brushed them for her today <laughs> because I was like, oh, they're going to be on video and they'll be That's doing so a lot great. of dancing, so I better get them in form. Um, so normally, like, I'll, like, do, like, an idea video and I'll be, like, you know, doing the little caption-y thing afterwards and, I, you know, you have to, like, watch yourself a million times. Oh, my those, God, yeah. my eyebrows, like, I'm like, <laughs> they're crazy. Um, they've got a mind of their own they as far as it, how they, they move, them. but also, like, they curl. Like I've got curly like what (laughs) what so like the end curls up so like they don't just sit flat anyway (laughs) eyebrow tangent (sighs) sorry about that one um (laughs) so the eyebrows are dancing if you want to see them they've also been brushed and cultivate first create so like all around us is this idea of like take action and i know and i when you say talk about action because I know you, and this is like we're knowing somebody and their values, I know what you mean by that and that kind of action of really, which is I feel like it's almost like just the physical manifestation of knowing yourself is how I'll I'll put your, like your version of an action. But that whole idea of like, you know, we talked about it when we chatted exactly. on my podcast, the do the most, do the more, like mm-hmm. more action, most action, move forward. Like so creating while I think if we looked at the one of my most probably most used websites on my phone is like the etymology um, which is like the origin of words probably when we go back to the start of the word of creation it's a different thing but create now is really about almost like a, a process we're in control of of, of of bringing something into being right like we create create content we have an mm-hmm. idea and you talk you know this is amazing you just brought something into life it takes as long as it takes um, and so like when we think about it from that point of view, it's like this process we are, I won't say control because I think control is an illusion, orchestrating, um, where we're choosing like next that. steps, yep. blah, 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 blah. So all that. So that's creation. And even when we're being, I suppose, creative, we have an intention culturally now of of something coming out of that. Like creation, the word as we kind of use it now, something will exist after we've created, right? And when it comes to wanting to have these ecosystems of care or a business or something online, when we use the word create, for me, it, it, it's, it goes to the outcome. So I'm going to create a business versus cultivate, mm-hmm. which is about in the gardening world, it's a, it is a gardening thing, but it means many things. So you cultivate the soil, you prepare it, for plants to go in, and then you cultivate the plants, those in your garden, you're nurturing and you're nourishing. So it's more about the process, and I think we're both twinning on the process versus the outcome, whereas I feel like create, while the intention of that word may not have been that now through our cultural values or just the lexicon that we use, it means that something exists after you do it, right? Cultivating is about the process. What am I going to do? Maybe something gets created at the end maybe it doesn't, maybe it fails. And if we uh, give you a little bonus word, nerdery, the original definitions or the original word meaning of both success and failure, success is to succeed. If anyone's watched that show succession, it's the thing that comes after. So the original okay. and non-values like neutral definition of the word success is what comes after. And the definition of failure is when nothing comes after. If something fails, if a crop fails, it means the crop didn't grow. It doesn't mean like it's an existential crisis and you're yes, the worst person in the world. Bad. So the, so the meanings of the word success and success, something happened, failure, something, didn't. Yeah. Um, or you know, nothing, nothing. I mean, I'm very much paraphrasing, but that's basically what they mean. But now they're all loaded. Um, so,
0: they're so loaded now. So
1: cultivate, so loaded. you might cultivate a success or a failure. Something might come, the seed might pop up, the seed might pop up and then, the bird scratch it out. The seed might <laughs> pop up, and then it gets dry. You forget to water it, but you cultivated. You still cultivated the soil. You still cultivated mm-hmm. that, and that creation. What was created? While it can be an extension, it doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't cultivate that beautifully. That you didn't care for and take care of that little seed. You cultivated that, and there's other things. I think. It, I think it oh, so gives room for us to recognize that. We are nested in all of those things, and they will impact on what's happening and where we're going. And so, when we, I think, the word create or, or that intention to create with some things, not with everything, um, we're probably not going to cultivate content because we probably won't get very far. Mm,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but <laughs> when we're talking about things like relating, things that impact with relating, which is most things, but particularly our businesses, particularly these ecosystems of care. We can want to create them all we want and it's a want. Um, And what we can do though, is we can cultivate and we can show up and we can, we can choose how we will show up. We can choose the values we'll be grounded in and how we will take care of ourselves, whether, regardless of that success failure situation, which is, you know, something happened, something didn't, something happened, which I wasn't expecting, whatever it might be.
0: So good question with that. What word would you put at the end of this? So, if we're going to say cultivate, and yes, backing it up because I wrote, I'm writing things down as you're going, and I was like, process versus outcome, and then you were like, process versus, and I was like, good, I could cross that off. I don't have to bring that up because Jean just hit it. Um, if we're going to put language to this and reframe thoughts, if we say, let's say the language for this was like, I want to create a business, would we take it back a step and say, I want to, I want to cultivate? X that would ultimately allow a business to thrive? Like, is there, what, what language would we, what, what would that sentence look like?
1: Yeah, I suppose there's both ends because you are creating something, right? You're getting out there, you're doing things like it is a very much more entity exists, right? Like kind of like the content an entity is exists. So mm-hmm. we can, we create our business. I kind of, the word I like around the business one is evolve to throw another word in there. i okay, um, for all the words. So like we evolve, probably evolve Mm -hmm. a business, Um, but create, Mm -hmm, I think fits there still. What we cultivate is, yeah, the process and, and the outcome when we're creating is the business. It's not the things that the business leads to, right? It's, it's the thing. It's like the things we can create is the thing we can create. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. we are going to go and control that. So I don't know what a sentence would be for that. We are creating uh, Well, what I bring back businesses, if we think of that nesting thing, like a business is an opportunity, is a space that you hold, right, to, to, to be seen and earned, but it's also a space that holds you and meets your needs. So business, I feel like, is just a tool, an instrument for meeting it, getting our needs met, whatever those needs might be. They might be like physical needs or, or even emotional needs. So I think really what then we're creating a business that cultivates a space to get our needs met or,
0: or do our best darn try. I am so here for that and the gymnastics that maybe you had to go through. Just rewind, folks, if you, if you need, and listen to that again. You just saw my process. And- yeah. I'm like, it is important because the reason I asked the question is, uh, you know, as a coach working with people, you can look to highlight certain things and put emphasis on, I'm on, on not going to control their, their um, process, but we can look to really highlight things. Even in the content I create. If I talk only about the outcome, people only want the outcome. If I highlight the process, people start being more interested in the process. And so for me, in li- listening to you, I'm like, how do I speak more intentionally about business so that it's not viewed as this 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 thing? Uh, it's so that it's not viewed in a way of, you know loaded thing, it's not viewed in uh, and people are going to view it however they want, but I think that I can still put things out into the ether in the way. You know, so I am happy about how that gets portrayed. Um, So that's where that question came from with that. But staying on the topic of business, you have created something, Laura Jean, and I think you're presenting it today. Mm, I am when we're recording. Yeah, that's one thing I've created.
1: Created What is it? Can you talk about that? Uh, Today, I'm just doing a webinar. Just, just,
0: just a webinar. Just, just, just
1: a webinar. What is that? Let me know. Today's webinar is um, Marketing Without Manipulation. So
0: tell me more, Lauren Jean. I asked this question intentionally. Well, two parts. One, because I want you to pitch your shit. But two, you did a phenomenal post, uh, I don't know, yesterday, two days ago, and then we had a talk conversation the DMs and you were like, uh, you know, you're defensive. Not to me. That person's defensiveness is not my confusion and i was like that's so good um can we talk about yes. that so marketing without manipulation
1: so basically what i see often for health professionals particularly because i'm a health professional is that's a stuck point like the values that we have as clinicians and the values that we see being used in marketing particularly in the online space is a massive disconnect and so what if we go back to that binary a couple of conversations ago we see the option is either we either ditch our values and and market in the way we're being taught or we don't market because neither of those are going to be sustainable and they're definitely not going to be regenerative but neither of those are going to take us where we want to go right um so i like hanging out in the middle but also it's not a binary anyway so we're just going to talk mm-hmm. about what even is marketing why does it feel icky so going back to those and it's all about values. spoiler um and how do you find your way that Works, however you want to define it for you. Um, and it gets you what you want and it is going to be about cultivating, cultivating those spaces um, and also talking about like these are the strategies I suppose that we see used in, in traditional marketing and and actually then I'll just be like talking about how do we put the relating into those? Like how do we flip it? Okay, that's a strategy. It works. How do we make sure we're doing it grounded in our values? If we're going to use some, we might throw in the bin, but mm-hmm. If you're grounded in your values, how will you use it and what will it look like to to do that with the relating being the kind of driver? So that's kind of the webinar. Um, yeah. So I did do a post the other day um, and I knew I've, I've had this post in my head for, for ages um, and I was like, I knew it would be work for this. And yes. I, you know, it was an intentional yes. drop. I knew it would yes. get a few eyes on it. <laughs> um, I actually thought I'd get maybe a little bit more. But I've cultivated a, an ecosystem of, of people like, who, your That's um, your people. Yeah, like so for, the, for context, <laughs> yes. I just put a thing up talking about manipulation in marketing because that's what the roots of marketing of the of the online space and, and the current kind of paradigm is manipulative, right? The it's it's based on like a couple of like white dudes read this dudes get a book about like. Dating, winning the dating game. I think it's called The Game. Um, There's that and then there's this other book where a guy like looked at what happens with marketing and he wrote this book as so that people could actually resist, (laughs) to see it and resist. And so some white dudes got together and put together both of those things basically. You know, this is where a lot of um, modern marketing is and it looks at the psychology. Why do people do choices? And we can have that information. We can go either way and current marketing decided to go one particular way which is how can we use that to make more sales and literally you can google psychological marketing triggers and these articles are like and so this is how you can use this one like it's it's like Mm -hmm. we said the quiet part like the quiet part out loud bit is like you know 10 years ago with traditional marketing like they're saying it out loud and they're like being really clear so the point of that post was to say hey this is the background like these are the underlying values of these behaviors this is why they came about I'm not saying that's why you're using them. Um, And we can even talk to you. Like I know you use the early bird pricing, which was one of the things I talked about in that, Mm -hmm. but I know you and I know your values. And to me, and to just to tell you what you do, I would say you, I know you do it to incentivize, like to encourage people to take action because that is a big part of your brand and who you are is to get people to take action. So you have that to say, Hey, if you're my people and you want to ready to take action, here you go. And here's a little bonus. Like, it. I like you, you yes. know, like that's how I see how you use that. So I was putting that up and I knew you would read it. Well, I thought you'd read it. I mean, I don't assume you read everything I write.
0: I read it all. Um,
1: and because we relate and we have relationship and I was very clear with my wording in that, that this is the background of it and this is what it, the impact can be. And, yeah, my values definitely came through. I think I put a little slide, you know, a little snide side of, like, bonus oppression, you know, people who can't afford, <sighs> you know. Like, yeah, so, yeah, my values came through. I'm not pretending yes. to be a neutral party. Anyway, so I got a comment that said, "Ask me a lot of questions and it's like um, if I parrot James Levy again, like James Levy often talks about it, about, like, how we pretend confusion to, like, or, like, we ask a question yes. because we want yes. to lead somebody somewhere. Yes. Anyway, I was kind of like, Wanted to say, do you, you read the cap? I, know, I the wanted post? to say, it and I was like, I'm gonna leave it, yeah, <laughs> uh, because it's not what I said. Um, because, like in it, I'm I'm really clear. Like, I don't want to. People will interpret what you say through their own values and their lens, and that's always. their business, right? Yeah, always. Um, yeah, so it just, I suppose, it got interpreted as in I'm saying things are bullshit, but I didn't say things. but you said, they're based in no, bullshit. They're
0: based in. It's completely that's the background. Different.
1: Yep, that's the best. Ba- you know, like so.
0: If we want to get wordy,
1: so there was some semantics. That's okay. I <laughs> took my deep breath. I grounded in my values, and I was like, "Well, what do I want?" It's like, well, actually, no. Like, I don't want to, and and was kind of, I suppose, like a snide, smiley face emoji. Yes, um, that that I don't have any alternatives to offer. And anyway, so I was just like. And I just replied, I suppose, with my values. I mean, I didn't take it personally or anything. I was like, "That's your your filters. Nice. You filtered yes. it through it, um, and yes. that's cool." But I this is that. what I was saying. But yes. I mean, sometimes I wouldn't even, you know, I wasn't so, doing it exactly. in a argumentative
0: way, but just more like, "No." I I saw it, and I was just like, I just if, if you if you folks are ever wondering things like that. I wouldn't, I'm never the person that's like, I'm going to hop into the comments. I just screenshot things and send it. And I was like, Lord Jean looks like somebody didn't want to read today. Bless you. (laughs) People are out here being peopley and it happens. And then we get to choose how we relate with them. Uh, but I was like, we'll definitely bring that up in the podcast episode because I wanted to promote the webinar because I know that you folks listening to this feel some kind of way about marketing and advertising and online business and things like that. And I want you to have all the best resources. I want you to have all the options. If you take away the word the best, I, I I'm not taking it away. I want you to have the best resources, what I consider it to be the best. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that Laura Jean mentioned that today. This episode is going to come out way after it's done, but there's a replay and you can buy the, call to recording. Um, so that will be linked in the show notes. Um, I'm cognizant of the time because I had read this up as well. I'm realizing that I have a call coming up soon, but Two questions for you, Laura Jean. Number one, if the people want more M O A R of you, where can they find you? So I hang out um,
1: at Dietitian Values, and normally I don't have to spell that often. I'm talking to dietitians, so it's D I E T I T I A N, no C in dietitian. Just in case you weren't sure.
0: Dude, it's hard. It's hard. It is. It is. It's actually very hard. I have. I struggle with that one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not lie. Yeah. So it's diet. Titian, <laughs> Um rather than with a C. So two T's, and that's where I hang out. Dietitian Values, anywhere and everywhere. That's my website. That's my Instagram. You won't find me on Facebook. Um, well, you can find me, Laura Jean, but... I don't do anything over there. Um, and my podcast as well, Dietitian Values, which Shantae uh, has been on uh, twice, repeat offender. Um, yeah, so people want to do that. Um, and I will general, genuinely say that I, I really love continuing the conversation. So I'm here to converse and connect about this stuff, um, whether it's word notary, whether it's gardening, or whether it's just, I don't know what else we talked about, lots of things. I'll um, word So do reach out if uh, what I'm sharing jives I suppose for you um, and yeah I will have that I've got a couple of little on-demand webinars so if that one sounds interesting if you're interested in things like trauma-informed business practices I got one on that and a one on around yeah bringing your values into parts of your business as well. Um and I do work with people one to one. So creating that space. So that is where we talk about alternatives because I'm not going to bring out my values based way and say this is what you should do. Um we'll we would work together to find your values and where you want to do it. And it's interesting because I feel like a lot of the information I put out is not very strategic. And then when I get in calls with people like it's often very strategy focused. Um but, yeah. items,
0: that makes sense. But you know it's,
1: it's not yeah, it's not necessarily what I talk about as such, but anyway, but I'm here for sense. all of it. I'm here for the nested, cultivating, word notary conversations, all the down and specific strategies that bring you back to your values or the, the act like, how do I make this decision? Like had somebody recently, we, you know, they were trying to choose between going back to working or staying in their business. It's like, how do I make this decision with my values? And we walked through that
0: process. So this there's the resource that you folks maybe were looking for and it makes sense Laura that you put kind of the wide uh, out on social and that to me is very in alignment with your values because it's going to be dependent on that person even when I asked you before like hey where's the starting point point?" and you're like it depends on where they're starting and where they're at the actual person and so it makes sense that the things that you're putting out there are more generalized or generalizable and then for those that are can can say, yeah, this, this might be for me. Then things get strategic and specific and yeah. obviously very actionable. So yes. Last question before we hop off. Is there anything that you want to leave the people with?
1: Oh, I should have thought about that. I listen to your podcast all the time. I was like, I know that's always the last question. Oh, what am I going to leave? Um, I'll leave them with my favorite quote that I often ask. Um, and if we circle right back to the start of the conversation, we're planting seeds for a forest we may never get to spend time on. So when you're on the edge, keep throwing those seeds out, keep throwing out the seeds. um. And that's your, that's your business cultivating what gets created, whether the seed gets eaten by a bird or whether a beautiful forest flourishes, we don't know, but we stick in our lane or not our lane, but like, you know, focus on what we're here to cultivate, which is beautiful, whatever. I won't say forest because not everyone wants say, you know, whatever your thing is that you want to cultivate, go out and do I that. Plant the seeds, seeds for that. And um, regardless of what may come, because we might not be here to see it. And that's just the reality. Keep throwing the seeds, my friends. Keep planting them. It's like maybe they won't, but maybe one or maybe many
0: will flourish. I needed that one. It's a good one, Laura Jean. As always, it is my complete and total pleasure to speak with you. All the confirmation bias you Hear me, you see me, I feel known. It's a safe space. And just thank you for everything. Thank you for all that you share with everyone else. Thank you for the time. It's freaking six o'clock in the morning now. Thank you for how you show up in this world. And uh, thank you for all that you are cultivating. Truly. Thank you. It's nearly truly, seven, truly, and truly. I can hear the
1: kids getting breakfast, <gasps> going and stuff. So no one's called out yet. Um, I did hear a little,
0: I was like, we might have a little visitor here in a minute, but didn't, didn't pop their head in. I love it. I love it. You folks listening, thank you. We know you could have been doing anything and you chose to listen to us. And for that, we are both endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative. If you like this episode, if you love this episode, if you're picking up what Laura Jane is putting down, do me a solid and go connect with her. That's right. Do me a solid and go connect with her. Go relate. All right. That's all I got for you. Until next time, friends, Laura Jean and Maestro.